0: I, I I get what the problem is. I, I understand the problem here. We are constantly assailed, aren't we? We're constantly being told how this is going to happen, that's going to happen, and it just, it's just so worrisome. I get it. I get it. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 905 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. And I'm streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. while While we're sitting here, Right, discussing the details of the cyber attacks and the taking over the government, the cyber pandemics and uh, doomsday and, and the WEF and all these other things. Right now, the government is doing a bunch of stuff, although you see a bunch of de- Democrat uh, politicians that hold office right now giving it up because uh, it's a very hard sell for them to do. Now, let's let's look at a few things. We exist in a world today Where with computers, you can, you know, the whole Nigerian thing has happened. So, of course, cyber attacks are going to happen. Of course they are. There's always going to be a way to find your way into a network because they have to be open to the the outer world. So there's going to be a way to wiggle your way in and infect it and make it do what you want and deny it. It's its purpose. It was built for in the first place. Accept that. And let's just move on from that because it's just going to happen. It's going to happen. And all we can do is plan to do what we're going to do, however we're going to go around that, over it, whatever we're going to do. A lot of this stuff will be foreign because that's the thing about computers and the Internet. right? That's the thing about the computers and the Internet. Uh, And... uh, (laughs) Here I have a text. 100% of our gov went along with the 80 million vote story for Joe in 2020, and you still have half ounce hope left. Geez. For all of you out there that think the, the United States is doomed, here's my recommendation. Dig a hole, climb in it, pull the dirt in over your head, you're done. Because I don't live that way. I do not live thinking that there's just no way to redeem the United States of America. A good portion of you have probably never been outside of the United States of America. You don't know how it's actually regarded by the rest of the world. If it's so bad here, why does everybody want to come here? And I mean everybody. I mean even the industrialized European countries, they would love to come here. They would love to have what we have. They would love to have the resources we have. The country itself, because of its size and the way it's laid out, it is basically uninvadable. All they could do is come in from the north or the south, but when they do, they're surrounded on both sides. There's a lot of reasons why we persevere. Now, we can sit back and we can actually sit, you know, start being worried about this and that, this happening and that happening, and uh, all these things considered. Or we could actually just plan for it. We could actually just plan for it. Now, we already have done that. A lot of things have redundant systems in place. This is the beauty of the computer systems. They can have redundant systems in place. And and a lot of places do. A lot of places do. Yes, we had an election stolen. And yes, a lot of our politicians went along with it. I keep hearing the ads for Lindsey Graham and his clean energy initiative. Shut up. Just shut up, Lindsay. I, you know, if I, the, the one thing I hope to see in my lifetime is to see him go down in flames. I want to see him get primaried by somebody that knows what they're doing and gets a, a just the right amount of stuff. He s- says the right things and gets out in front of it and then primaries him and takes him out. And I just want to see him go away. Because he is a parasite. Lindsey Graham is a parasite. Okay? Happy to say that. No problems there. So... But for all of you that don't have hope in America, what are you doing here? What, what, what is your, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your goal? Do you hope you die before things get bad? Do you hope something happens? Are you waiting on the right person to be president? Cause here's the thing. Whether it's Trump, DeSantis, Haley, whoever it is, the next Republican president, whoever that is, they're not going to get it done in four years. They're not going to get it done in eight. They might get it going. But then it has to be continued. So that means when you don't get exactly what you want, that means you do not get to stay home. Because it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. The left didn't get us where we are right now at a sprint. They did it with a marathon. The problem is now they're sprinting and we see them for what they are. And everybody's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? They're going to take away the food. They're going to take away our bug. They're going to give us bugs. They're going to take away our cars. They're going to do this. They're not going to do anything. They can't do anything other than what we allow them to do. Case in point, uh, you heard about them wanting to ban gas stoves. Have they actually done it? Sure, they're talking about, well, we're not going to allow this on new construction. Well, guess what that's going to do to the new construction? And the construction company is going to have something to say about that because the beauty of building something on your own is you get to get out there and you get to decide what it is instead of you getting to decide, well, this is what you can have. Nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to invest in that. I have been in other countries where that is the way it is. And all you see are a bunch of vacant lots just surrounded by the most plush, what you would think to be prime real estate, just vacant because they're not allowed to do what they want with the land, so they just said, "Fine, I'm just not going to do anything with it. Can't do what I want." So, <laughs> if any any other if any other nation is possibly redeemed in the United States today or on the planet today, it would be the United States. We are the melting pot. We have done the. Th- We're not systemically racist. Well, unless you're a Democrat, they're very racist. They're the ones that will get out there and tell you, Black America, that you're not smart enough to have an ID. Why you drive a car, and have a job, and pay taxes, and you you belong to various things, and you you, you know, you not only have an ID, you have multiple IDs. You have the you have a you know a driver's license, concealed carry permit, a membership card, or this or that. You know, you have all the IDs. So that's the only place and everything that is bad out there, everything that you believe about yourself, that's the left because you're being assailed by all of this media. When I used to allow Never Trumper to come on, he, he would call in. Bill, did you, what, what was your thing that you saw on TV? I don't watch TV, Never Trumper. <laughs> I just don't go there. I don't watch it. I might watch uh, movies. I watch movies. I like, I like movies. I read news. I don't watch the news. So, um, you know, you can sit here and think to yourself that we're done, but we, we are, we're not done. We're nowhere near done. We got some issues. We have some really bad spots in the United States. All of these blue, uh, you know, uh, population centers that are run by Democrats only, they're going to die. They're going to, they're all going to become Detroit. Which means everybody will run from them at some point, which is happening right now in California, happening in New York. They're all running from them. I mean, right now, uh, all of the media... And see, this is the thing. All of these population centers are where the media is at. And the media is leaving New York. Now, they will try to go... And they, like uh, Joe Scarborough, he and Mika have recently moved to to Florida. And Florida has... uh, you know they don't have an income tax, and they did that purely for economic purposes. I'm I'm just waiting to see what they try to do to infect the host. Now, will they try to infect the host? I don't know. Sean Hannity, he's left New York. So I mean, all of the media is leaving them. Pretty soon, everything's going to be leaving them. All of the producers, all of the all of the ones that they you know taxed to their eyeballs are going to be gone. And then what? They will be strangled of the income that they've been milking out of their populace for so long, they're just going to become shells. Then very shortly, I'll be owning a penthouse in New York that I bought for 10 cents on the dollar. (laughs) Because that's what's happened in Detroit. That's the thing about leftism. If you just sit back long enough and just keep a cool head and let things happen, it just consumes itself. So don't get too over overtaxed on some of this stuff. Are there a lot of people that want to do things? Absolutely, they sure do. Right now, while while Biden is in in, in the residency, uh, you got China saying it's not when, it's not if we take over Taiwan, it's when. And you've got you've got Hezbollah and Hamas attacking Israel, and you've got Russia invading Ukraine, and um, you know all of that happens because of the leadership in place. Because we won't commit. But all of this is temporary. And if you don't and we can keep it temporary if we keep our heads and if we just simply say to ourselves, this is going to take a long time. It won't be finished in my lifetime. But we got to start in that direction. Very easy thing to do. This is News Talk ninety eight O R D. Haven't talked about this much, but sometimes these deals, these deals will tell you a lot and they'll sort of, they'll sort of reveal to you certain things. Uh, the GS plumbing talk line is one 800 905 The common sense retirement planning text line is seven one three zero seven. 7 Um, you know, when Joe Biden was being pushed towards the presidency in July of 2020, you also had a camp promoting the Bernie Sanders candidacy. And Bernie Sanders is a communist. He's not a socialist. He's a communist. So Joe and Bernie decided to have a little agreement between the two of them, a 110-page pact regarding the goals for government. And when Joe Biden did this, this one of the reasons they're sprinting right now is because of this pact. Because this was a, you know, the Democrats back in nineteen forty-eight, they understood what was going on, and they realized they had to do this very incrementally and very slowly. And uh, he decided to break with that to get the support. Right, so they embraced the far-left communist element of the Democrat Party with this pact. And if you were to read it, first of all, you're going to be you're going to be you know you're just going to be sitting there drooling, your eyes going to cross, uh, very convoluted a clear sign of an attempt to obscure the purpose and direction. But it's clear that the intent of the Democrats is to implement a communistic revisionism into the policy of our government today, to overthrow the things, the norms and the values that, you know, undergird the legal system, to overthrow the principle of private property. Now, the reason this hasn't been done is because in 1948... Henry Wallace, the former Vice President and Secretary of Commerce and Agriculture, ran for president as the candidate for the Progressive Party. He identified with himself with defending the Soviet Union from the attacks and hostilities of the Truman administration. So, despite his impressive resume, there was an invisible real line between the progressive or left-leaning Democrat and the hard left or pro-communist element. And that line, when he lost, right? Because he lost. When that happened, well, then we got we we you know we got we got Eisenhower. And that was bad. And a lot of things that happened under Eisenhower were really bad for the leftists. Eisenhower went out there and said, "We got too many uh, illegal immigrants in here. I'm going to round them up and send them home." Thus, operations went back one, two, and three. So. That was a setback, letting the cat out of the bag, right? When the the pact between Biden and Sanders was assigned, that invisible line was erased. And then the Democrat 90-page platform was published, and most of the positions found in the Biden-Sanders pact were in the Democratic platform. Wholly based on atheism. And uh, the transvaluation of values. All of the Judeo-Christian values now replaced by D E I E S G. ID politics, you know. Marx's economic dialectic is now conjoined with the themes that they brought that assume a country with some very, you know, so there's no identity to the country. It's very soulless. And those identities are no longer fit to control and manage the government through representative government but are to be managed by that government for the good of all. Hence, the 2020 theft of election. Because they were going to manage the election. You understand? And this is the dark place we find ourselves in. And in order to really grasp this, we need to really, you know, Acquaint ourselves with Agenda 2030, the United Nations Agenda 2030. It has 91 sections. This is the vision of the new world government, which the UN hopes to fully establish by 2030. And when you consider this, you need to consider what the UN has been while all the conflict is going on in the world. Because there are real problems in the world. But they're not addressing any of them because they want to be in charge. So if you look at the U.N., where are they in the Ukraine? Where are they in the Middle East? Where are they in Yemen or in Syria or in Gaza? U.N. troops fought in Korea, and the U.N. has had troops in other war-torn areas. Yet Agenda 2030, the uh, vision for world governance, has no discuss- discussion of police or military power. Which is interesting, because that's really the only way you get any powers at the end of a gun. And the word rights only appears once in section 19 of their latest major document, although in 1946, rights appeared in every other sentence. Now, uh, the key terms that keep reappearing are needs and sustainability. (laughs) And the needs part is straight from the Marxist playbook, which stresses from each according to his ability to each according to his needs. Sustainability is a little more modern, but, uh, you know. So whether or not we live in a developed country, a less developed country, or a less developed developing country, we all need planet Earth. And we all need the air, the sunlight, the rain, the oceans, the oxygen, and, yes, some CO2. And we all need our energy resources. And by speaking about needs and sustainability, of the world as a whole, we're thereby taking we're going to take our minds off ourselves and our president advantages over others who have the same basic needs as we under agenda 2030, because they're the ones putting it together and they're the ones that intend to manage it. It was assumed that they would, this would be done unselfishly because they would allow us to have these things. You know, the United Nations is full of hundreds of unselfish individuals. But in all of the world crises that's going on today, all of the combative stuff that's going on, they are not in play, the UN. At the same time, for the one world government types, driving electric cars is going to help us find common cause with and identify with people who need to walk two miles through the jungle to find clean water to bring back to their villages and pots carried on their heads. While they try very hard not to be it eaten by a predator, through a leap of faith, we're asked to believe that, you know, doing without gasoline is caring about those distant people in straightened you know circumstances. So if we buy into the sustainability narrative, we get all we all get to be Mother Teresa. <laughs> Won't this relieve your conscience to know this? And the U.N.'s lack of peacekeeping in our present world, with all of this that's going on right now, is by design. The U.N. is now operating as a Marxist-themed entity with an agenda that we have signed on to. So the Biden administration made this shift away uh, from—they made a pact with Sanders— getting away from individual rights and judeo-christian morality and in the in the in the interim while we're all sitting here and we're all calling for this to happen and that to happen u.n is strangely silent on the things that are really affecting the world and that eerie silence is troubling because if they're not talking about that right now what are they talking about what are they planning Now, in the event that this could all be severed with one, with, with with a few basic changes within our government, we, because we don't need anybody there, we exist and are benevolent to the rest of the world at our pleasure. We need nobody. If we decide to go the whole on route of the lithium uh, battery driven car, we've got all the lithium we need. We don't need anybody. We got all the gas we need. We got all the natural gas we need. We don't need anybody. We could do everything that uh, we've we've outsourced everything to the rest of the world, but we could do it all our, on our own. Uh, the United States can still run the world, but just understand that right now, voluntarily, the United States is being given away. What are you going to do about it? I keep hearing about this list that's about to come out with regards to Epstein. That's a that's a great case of misdirection in place right there. So, anyway. This is News Talk 989WORD. For all of you waiting with bated breath on the uh, the Epstein list, well, that's been held back for a little bit. <laughs> that's being held up for a moment. And you know, let's look at that, shall we? The Geo's Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. I am streaming live on the W O R D Facebook page. Um, we want to see the infamous list. Of 150 175 of Epstein's associates and the first thing to understand about Epstein was he was a con man he was a con man so some of your villains are going to be on there and some of your heroes are going to be on there and a lot of people you don't even care about one name that they all want to see on there and we you know we know like Bill Andrew or Bill Gates Prince Andrew uh, Vera Wang the fashion designer Naomi Campbell, the the model, former CIA director, William Burns, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. But everybody wants to see Bill Clinton's name on the list. Like, that's going to make him any worse than he already is. This guy was a con man. He used the powerful people that he was intermingling with to facilitate his sex trafficking scheme. And a lot of people did not know that, that were hanging out with him. He was using everybody around him to create a legitimate facade. So do you think that Bill Clinton actually laid down with a child? Do you really believe that? Because I don't know. And I think we're sort of missing the point. Right now, true crime is a big thing you know the murder trial that captured everybody's imagination ted bundy wow you know uh netflix just had a third season of surviving r kelly (laughs) michael jackson he was uh well you know he died in two thousand nine. Ten years after that he was accused of sexually abusing boys again and and the biggest of these of these types of uh Abuse is Jeffrey Epstein and his gal pal and facilitator Geisleen Maxwell. And if you do a search for him, you'll find a plethora of documentaries and podcasts telling the tale of this predatory dude. Geisleen Maxwell's uh, her, her, stat, her numbers are not that far behind. And you got sex, girls, money, power sleaze, all capped with his mysterious death. But then a movie came out called The Sound of Freedom. And it was a very low budget film. It made 250 million dollars. And they got out there and the progressives went into a fit when this came out. They, they this was all about the QAnon sex trafficking conspiracy they said there is no crisis. This is all just make believe. Then Jim Cavaso was in it. So he was in on that too. <laughs> Uh. if you watch the film there's no uh reference to QAnon or the pizzagate conspiracy and there's no mention of hillary clinton but the guy who 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 wrote it or excuse me the protagonist tom ballard tim ballard he's dabbled in those which i guess that means he's looked at him or saw, and so is jim Caviezel. But the problem here is not that list. (laughs) Epstein is just a symptom of what's going on, this sex trafficking thing that's going on right now. In 2021, the State Department reported that there were 6.3 million international victims of sexual exploitation, of which 1.7 million were children. And that was before Joe Biden got into office and threw open the doors of the borders. And women everywhere see examples of the impact. Any woman that goes into a public restroom will see a poster inside a bathroom stall inviting trafficked women and girls to call hotline numbers for rescue. Now, what they could do within our Justice Department is go after the traffickers with the same enthusiasm and verve that they bring to the parents at the school board meetings. Or maybe the Democrats could put some teeth into some trafficking laws. In, in California, the Democrats, there they drag their feet on voting for a bill to reclassify sex trafficking as a felony rather than a misdemeanor. A lot of social media pressure because the Democrats think social media is real finally got those Democrats to go along and Governor Gavin Newsom has signed it. So while we're all sitting here waiting for that jump ball, which will be the list of all the names, of all these people all that we've heard names of and we, we, we all think are scoundrels and this is and that's, uh, that's not the biggest issue, is it? Um, it's this... <laughs> It's the continuing sexual exploitation of women and children. You know, I'm a grandfather. And I regard my grandchildren as treasure, as delights, as everything except something to be exploited. And anybody that would try to exploit them, anybody that would try to take them, I would give up everything I've got and I would hunt them down. And when I was done, I mean, well, right before I was done, they'd be begging me to have another chance to reunite me with them. And I might, I might, if I really believed them. But in the end, uh, we got two players in play here that treat this almost as a tribal thing. The legislators legislators and the media. This is not about the marquee scandal of Bill Clinton flying on a plane to Jeffrey Epstein's Island. If you got some video or something, some real evidence of him doing something pedophilic, show it. Otherwise just simply being associated. Al Capone was a very well-liked guy in Chicago. If you were not a, if you were not a cop or a rival gang member during prohibition, he probably would give you a turkey on Thanksgiving and make sure your children had a good Christmas. That didn't make him any less of what he was. But he was just a symptom of the problem. He was never the problem. just like the list of people with Jeffrey Epstein, that's that's not the problem. That's not the, it's ace. It's a symptom of the problem. And for us to sit here and uh, constantly be wound up on this thing about the names involved and everything, they're going to be gone soon. They're going to fall. They're going to fall. You know, one of these days, we're going to wake up and Bill Clinton's going to be 90-something and he's going to be dead. And then what? Are we going to just sit back and, you know, do, do a requiem of him about how bad he was or are we going to move on? So... I look at this, I, 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 I look at these things in a whole different light. I regard politicians as temporary entities, the here today, gone tomorrow. And I can't wait for tomorrow to get here because I want to see what comes up next. When we get back, what do you think the outcome would be if you turn over your educational system in the nation you live in Over to the enemies of your nation. What do you think that's going to look like? Hmm. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Yes, plumbing talk line is 1-800-905-0989. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Some of you guys on the text line, I wish you would actually employ a little common sense. That'd be nice. You know who you're ta- you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> now, close that off if you would, Maestro. According to a Wednesday report from the UK's Daily Mail right now, here in the United States, one in five children... Young Americans have a positive view of Osama bin Laden. A positive view. And that should disturb each and every one of you. Now, I'm just going to relive this for you, just for a second, okay? Osama bin Laden had an ice to grind with the United States. So he came up with what is arguably a a very imaginative plan to uh, of execution and attack. And it took him years to put together because he had to get people to learn how to fly a plane without landing it and stuff like that. Then he had to get them in the United States, and they had to figure out how they were going to communicate and all these other things. He did all of that. And then he took a bunch of airplanes— and he took them over with a bunch of people on them that were not combatants, that had no idea what was going on. They were just going to a destination. And he headed them towards various places in the United States. Some of those places, like the World Trade Center, you had a bunch of people showing up for work. They were sitting there eating a bagel and having that first cup of coffee. They looked out of the window. They saw a dot coming at them. And then that dot slammed into the building. We lost 3,000 people that day. Some of those people were having to make choices like do I stay here and burn or do I jump out and fall 1,100 feet to my death? So, so, the fact that. Certain things like TikTok, for example, TikTok has been manipulated to give everybody a, a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling about. Because, uh, see, it's our fault. It's our fault. We brought this on ourselves, right? We brought this on ourselves. All of those non-combatants that had nothing to do with anything that ever happened to Osama bin Laden, who we armed against the Soviet Union. We, we, you know, the reason he had Stingers is because, well, we gave them to him uh, when he was part of. Before they were the Taliban, they were the, the Mujahideen, right? So uh, while we did that and helped him out when he needed it, then we did something else he didn't like, so he decided to kill as many of the regular people as he could to prove a point. And now our children, a lot of them, he's going to get T-shirts just like Che Guevara very shortly. We also know from the Daily Mail, three in ten Gen Z voters believe the views of the anti-Semitic terrorist leader who slaughtered thousands of innocent people with a force for good. Now we're talking about Hamas, right? (laughs) Uh, Oh, well. Now we have a bunch of disaffected, diseducated, and rationality-challenged millennials who are, uh, you know, embracing not just Obama, but the whole hog, or if you prefer, the whole halal enchilada, and converting to Islam. Like, you know, I I used to listen to some of the things he said simply because of the mildly entertaining stuff he said. Andrew Tate. But Andrew converted to Islam because it sanctifies brute force and intolerance. And he confuses those qualities with strength and sees lacking in the woke, real, half-men and... uh, men who think they're women of a contemporary left. So that's his way of dealing with that. Then there was Sneeko, who's another internet personality. He's doing his part to bring into the fold of Muhammad legions of anti-Semites who've revealed themselves since the October 7th Jihad Massacre in Israel. Then there's Jason or Jackson Hinkle. He describes himself as an American conservative Marxist Leninist and has over 2 million followers on X. And he posted a video in which Sneeko presents him with the biography of Muhammad, the prophet of Islam. And he wrote, thanks at Sneeko for gifting me the biography of the prophet Muhammad. It's already a very eye-opening read, but, uh, who knows? But, These young people that are giving in to this, I don't know if they quite understand what's going on because some of these people are uh, you know, LGBTQ plus IA and what, all, the, all that other nonsense. Uh, they get to have a really nice view before they're thrown off the building. But in any event, while they're all sitting out here and talking about how smart they are and how this and that, they're manipulated is what they are. But what is happening here was all too predictable. What do we expect to be the outcome of teaching a bunch of young people in the United States to hate their own culture and heritage? I slept through all of my rocket science classes, and I I know the answer to that one. And we got a bunch of people hating America's enemies, and here we are. I will talk to you tomorrow in about 22 hours. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.